views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super duper welcome. Welcome to the show. But, you know, we're going to kick it back old school for a little bit today. So first off, my gosh, I got to pull myself together here because they're like videotaping this. And I'm like, okay, really put on your scarf. I can see Linda now starting to send me messages like, oh, fix your scarf. Do this. Okay, do that. I'm like, this is we're going to kick it back old school because one of the things that you all said you love and uh, is crust busting crust busting and Jessica is going to share a little story because she's joining me here today Jessica Henderson Jessica Henderson is our senior executive producer and she's joining me here today because one of the things that we're talking about today is where we were in 2003 where we are today and where we're going and most importantly how all of you have contributed to that. You know, I was listening to something this morning and I, I, I was really struck by it. Uh, and they were doing an interview uh, early this morning with um, Joyce Meyer. Uh, now, Joyce Meyer has been somebody that has been in the Christian movement for 50 years or something. I don't even know. Um, but somebody sent me a clip. And what Joyce Meyer said was this. Anybody that wants to do anything sizable, you got to have people to help you. That was like, boom. And she went on to say, you don't have all the gifts. People are smarter than you in some areas. And it requires a sense of humility to know that and then be able to delegate it. And I think for me... um, you know, having looking back now and then looking forward, I totally get what she's saying because part of this journey for me and busting through my own crust is I, I didn't even know what I don't know. Uh, but let me introduce all of you to Jessica and tell you a little bit about Jess. When she first joined us, she was an intern, and I love that we have the Seattle Institute that has sent us so many people. But when she first joined, she didn't even know what she was stepping into, didn't even know. But what has happened in that period of time is she has been one of the people that Joyce Meyer says, when you don't know how to get things done, Find the people that can. We have an entire team of people that know how to get things done that I don't know how to do. 
So I get to show up here and say some of the things I say and interview the most incredible people because of the team behind this. Right now, if you're watching the video of this, it's because Carter and Justin uh, have hit some buttons and have grabbed something from KKNW because Benny dialed the right phone number, added Jessica on, and like, here we are. That's my version of it. When you ask them, they will give you a different version. Uh, if you're listening to actually how this show is showing up and people are looking at how is it on the website, then you got to talk to Kim and Linda. You know, we like to call them Kinda, I think. Um, but in any event, it takes a village. This morning, I'm talking with an amazing woman in Calgary, Canada. The other day, I'm talking with somebody in Australia. We have so many cool things planned. But I want to tell you, it was not without perspiration. So get ready for today's show to take you on a journey where we were. And I think Benny's got some clips. But again, as usual, I will tell you I'm a quadruple Sagittarian. And because I did not send them to him on time in any order, we're just going to wing it. Jessica, it's great to have you here. Hi. Thanks. Glad to be here. Um, you mentioned that I was going to tell a story. Yep. And <laughs> this is an interesting story. And at the end of the story, I have a question for you, Dr. Pat. Uh-oh. And I'm going to ask you interviewing me, Benny? Hey, <laughs> you gotta just do, hear that, Benny? You got to do it from time to time. Um, so I'm going to ask the question now because I want you to have time to think about it. But you're not allowed to answer until I get done telling the story. Okay. okay. All right. So what's the crust that's holding you back from publishing your book? Now, many people might say, nice, what book? <laughs> so the story is one of this. Um, completely unrelated, uh, Dr. Pat needed some help, so I needed to go to her house and find a brown binder. So I'm on the phone with Linda, who is like organizational queen, and so she knows exactly where the brown binder <laughs> should be. And so I'm on the phone with Linda, and she's like, go over here, turn to the left, look in the closet there's a brown binder and I'm like Linda I don't see a brown binder I see a blue binder I see a gray binder right so I go through three different places and then finally I find a brown thing it's not necessarily a binder per se but I pull it out and I'm like I think this is it so I pull it out it wasn't what I was looking for but when I open it up it's this leather bound gigantic stack of papers and so <laughs> I just kind of like nosy me look at it and it says crust busting your way to an awesome life on it and I'm like huh what is this so I start flipping through it there's a table of contents there's chapters and I'm like Linda did you know she wrote a book and Linda's like what book and I'm like, she wrote a book I'm looking at it it's like 400 pages <laughs> And so people are asking her all the time. I mean, Dr. Pat's sitting here. You're sitting here working with all these people to help them write their books and launch their radio shows and launch their brands and launch their platforms, et cetera, et cetera. And you're sitting there with a book that you wrote. And so I take the book and I put it on her desk because she's not home. So I went and put it on her desk with a sticky note and said, publish me. <laughs> and so now the question what crust is holding you back from publishing the book that you wrote? Great question, by uh, the way, Jessica. I'll give you a round of applause for that one. Great question. Excellent. <laughs> Been asking the same thing. You just beat me to it. Okay, so Benny has a liner. 
Everybody, you got to play the liner I sent you through Skype. I didn't even think you got it. But you got to play this Dr. Papasilli liner for a minute because this will this will tell the story. Which one is it, though? Because you sent me two. I have no idea. I All think right. they're the same. I don't even no, know. No, they're different. Okay, we'll do oh, one. Let, let, okay, let's try this one. The Dr. Dr. Pat, Pat show, show with Dr. Dr. Pat Basili. Not that one? Yeah, that's good. Okay. So I that liner is like an antique, right? <laughs> I mean, it. I, I, I went in and this morning to get ready for the show, and I went into a backup of my computer. Then I went into the backup of the backup of the computer. Then I went into the backup of my first show I ever did. And uh, I just want to tell Carter right now and Justin, you both, this is your worst nightmare for me to find all of the audio clips, all of the testimonials, anything that has ever been said since 2003. Guess what's going to happen? But here's what I want to say about it. Even to hear that liner that Benny did, that was your, your Benny's voice right there. Hit it again, Benny, so they can hear you back in the day. The Dr. The Dr. Pat, Pat Show, Show with Dr. Dr. Pat Basili. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So it took me so long just to get over the fact that the show was called The Dr. Pat Show. And still to this day, I really have a hard time seeing myself in the world as that. It's kind of funny. I was on a call this weekend with Dr. Ronnie, and here's what goes through my mind. Dr. Ronnie and Dr. Darvish, they're real doctors. So you can see where I'm going with this. So what are, what are the things that happen when you crust bust? How do you recognize it? Aside from the fact that I love putting and working with all these other people and generating ideas. Anybody in, in any form of this business will tell you that the hardest thing for you to do when you're in the promotion, honoring, whatever field, is to step back and do yourself. I mean, look at all the people that have done this. And you ask them, how long did it take you to write your book? I was talking to one of the PR people that we've worked with for years. And I said, well, you finally wrote your book. And you know what her answer was, Jess? I had to. And I said, well, why? She said, because I've got my marketing business and I'm telling people how to write a book. And I don't have a book. So let me correct the record, if you don't mind. <laughs> I have a published book. And many people may be thinking, well, where is the book? How can I buy it? Well, if you're in the academic world, you can buy it. Is it going to be the best cozy by the fireplace, get myself all smart and self-helpy? No. But it is a published book. It is longer than the book that you found. It is part of... Uh, a book that I am thinking of writing, and it is, represents eight years of researching the consequences of broken promises. Now, why wouldn't I bring that book to the forefront and publish it, given what's going on in the world today? After eight years of studying consequences of broken promises, I realized how crusty I had gotten over studying something that was so heartbreaking for so many people.
I have 1,200 pages of interview notes on what people's experiences were. And so today when I think about what book would I write, I get confused for myself. So the crust around all of this and that particular book you found is what everybody else goes through. Is it going to be good enough? Is anybody going to care about it? So you see that, number one, the first step of crust-busting is awareness. I am acutely aware that that's going on. The second thing for me is, is when I mentioned that book to a PR person, <laughs> the comment was, don't worry about the book. So on the one hand, Jessica, I am really clear that I would love to write a book that's going to help create a better world. On the other hand, the nightmare of working with public relations people for me and, oh, please, I have to take back, you know, what you all do for your clients is amazing. But for me, actually being a client in that arena, it's like a little daunting. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Ask Linda. Linda works with them all the time. You know, for me to be like a Chef Rossi who's coming on next, working with somebody in PR and literally having whatever it is that I want to talk about out there is, is more daunting than actually sitting down and write the book. But I will tell you that part of the issue for me is I don't really like to write. See? See, that's part of it. I don't really like to write. So what would you say to that? I would say, then let's take a look at what's already written. See if it's usable. And which I'm sure it is. I'm, you know what? I welcome a listener comment to our comment <laughs> box or to call in. Uh, because I'm curious what other people think. Um, <laughs> because I literally read like the first three pages of this book and went, are you kidding me? Did you really read it? Should I read it on air when we come back from break? Yeah, I haven't even opened should. it up. Okay, so here, you want to hear something? So you put it on the desk right over here, right? Like what, mm -hmm. a week ago? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't even looked at it. I did look at the note. So let's do this. I am, in all of my knowledge of all of my years on this planet and all of the psychological research I've done as <laughs> Dr. Jessica, not really... <laughs> I think we should do a little exercise, and I think you should read a little bit of it to okay. the listeners and All see right. what kind of feedback we get. Yeah. You know, I went through an experience where I actually put a chapter in a book, and I actually did. I have that. Put a chapter in, in a book, like where people get together and write a chapter in a book, and they spelled my name wrong. Yeah, my name gets spelled wrong all the time, too. Just yeah, but yours is in a bacteria, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I have Benny Jackhammer sometime today. Um, <laughs> it is the old school. But, you know, part of this is really looking at, you know, uh, the show. I mean, I have the card here. I don't know if I can hold it up close enough for anybody to see. This little card, see that? Okay, see the back? So the bottom line is this is the card and the design that I used before I was ever on radio. And what I said was my goal was to reach at least a million people to help them live life full out. That was my goal. 
to help them bust through the crust. And this year on here was 03 when I actually did the card after the radio show, but I have an older card for it. And so part of this has been my ability to say yes. The other thing I heard this morning is sometimes God, spirit, goddess, whatever you believe in, will give you things you don't know how to do. And that's what I'm reminded of today as you asked me the book question. When I started this, I didn't have a clue. And I'm not 100% sure I still know how to do it, but you all do. You know, I get to show up. But this journey, Jessica, when you know so much about me, how would you describe the evolution of us from crust busting to the Dr. Pat show to Transformation Talk Radio to the Transformation Network to Transformation Radio FM? How would you, somebody that is sitting there in the trenches with the rest of the team, how do you talk about the journey? Uh Honestly, it's changed names about a 15 zillion times, but it's the it's never changed. Like even today, if you go back and you let's say you still called it crust busting, you're still every single day helping listeners bust through crust. You're helping our hosts and our co-hosts and our sponsors bust through crust, whether that's the crust of what online platform am I going to start next week to am I ready to be on video to you know, what's going to be the name of my radio show. So literally the, the only thing that's changed is what you call it and then the technology behind it. But I would guess since day one, from what I know about you and when you started this, nothing else has changed. You're still about helping people bust through their crust, whether it's your clients or the listeners and finding people to help them that maybe in ways that you aren't helping them, you go out and you find other people who can. Yeah, I think that's the greatest way it's changed for me is to see the changing landscape in the human potential field. You know, when I remember this, and Benny knows this too, because he's actually been doing it longer than me. When you go back uh, 12, 13, 14, 15 years, and you look at the people that were on the planet delivering messages about human potential, the way they delivered messages, it changed enormously. If you go back to 2003, I think we were like still messing with flip phones then. Um, And you take a look at what that arena looked like. And Benny, you know this, it was, you do radio, somebody gets you on, you get them on the phone, you get them in the studio, it's playing in your car. And they're listening as they're driving or they've got a radio at home and they're listening. And I'm telling you that that is not the world we live in, right, Jessica? I mean, you're the one that is the mastermind of what's creating to adapt to it. Wouldn't you say that is a major, major shift? And I'll tell you, it's a little crust busting for people that are like, wait a minute, you know, why do I have to use Skype? Right, that one? Yeah. Or why do I why do I have to wear a headset? Or, you know, can't you just call me on my landline? I'm like, is it really like still a landline? I think we have one host, Kathleen, that actually has like a landline. And it's not a digital landline, right? Yeah, it's it's not very common anymore. That's for sure. Remember, um, Benny, when you used to say, Benny, okay, you got to be on a landline. Remember that? Oh, all the time. Copper lines. Oh. Best copper lines. Oh. Landline. Landline. Yep, yep, yep. 
I mean, probably what? It's still probably the most reliable because things always go down. And that's like the world of technology we live in, right? If you have a major internet outage or whatever. But I feel like we live in a time people are a little more accepting of it. But also now we have backups to the backups to the backups to the backups. So if things go down, it's like, well, we're back up in 2.2 seconds or less. So I think it just makes it easier and more accessible in a world where I know there's a lot of negativity around technology and heads in the phones and, you know, people are glued to their TVs or glued to their tablets or whatever. I think that that's just an opportunity for people like us to pave the way and create something technologically advanced that is positive. That if their heads are going to be in their phones, then maybe it's with a positive media mojo and they're recording that they did something good that day and challenging somebody else to do it. Yeah, I I mean, you said, let's give people a sneak peek at what this positive media mojo is, because uh, many people don't know what you just said, because we haven't really launched it or announced it, but we're getting ready to uh, create a crowdfunding initiative for it. Um, Why don't you explain to folks what that is and what it means to you? Okay. Um, It means a lot to me, because I think it's, I mean... I think it's not far off of your original vision before you started radio in the fact that it's building a community, it's building a transformation network, Uh, but what we're doing is taking it into the 21st century of technology and the way people communicate and interact with social media. And so the idea of it is you have uh, experts, people like our hosts, like our co-hosts, like all tons of other people in the world that are writing for mind, body green or wellness coaches or spiritual coaches that we don't even know of yet. And it gives them a platform to share their work, share their message, share their inspiration, whether that's a podcast, a video, um, an audio clip, an article, uh, um, daily mantra. It doesn't matter. They can share whatever kind of content they want to share, uh, with people like, me walking around the street that, you know what, I might just need a little extra motivation today to get up out of bed. Um, But then it also takes into account your entire pay it forward campaign that you did before. Yeah. So that it encourages people to do something. doesn't matter how small, whether you open a door, hold a door open for somebody or pick up a piece of trash alongside the street and you're sharing it. You're sharing it with your community and you're challenging other people to do the same because the whole idea is to create a ripple effect of good deeds and positive action and conscious action. And so people get rewarded for it, right? Because we live in this world of technology and rewards. And so you get to become a positive media mojo warrior and part of a community of people that are out here trying to do good things. And you get rewards, you get points, you get to build up your profile, you get a badge for your LinkedIn profile, right? I mean, who doesn't want to hire somebody that has a badge on their LinkedIn profile that's out doing good work in the world? Right, right. And you know, it is an idea that started many, many years ago. And I remember I showed you the other day when Mary uh, did the the uh, Photoshop um, images for what it could look like. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what year that was. And we were thinking about doing it then. But the technology to do it wasn't there. 
you know, it would have been enormous programming to get something like that done. It's still an enormous programming job, but don't you think that we have been in preparation now for about three years, I'd say, with building the technology for our network and having a vision that is based on not knowing everything available, but having a sense of where people are going and what they're going to want. You know, I want to, I want to just say this. Um, it does really take a village to do things. It takes a lot of people. And we have been looking for the right technical team. You know, somebody said something to me, Jessica, the other day. We don't understand how, why you're just not hiring technical people. They're everywhere. Um, but there's a very good reason we're not. And a very good reason why we're looking for the right team. Isn't that as important? It is because I I said this when we're looking at expanding our sales team. You, to work with us, you have to be as passionate about what we're doing as we are. Because, yeah, you can find somebody with the right sales skills or the right technical skills. But if they don't really get it and are all in with us, then it's not going to be what we want it to be. And because right. everything's energy and it has to have the right energy put into it for it to work and for it to be right the way we want it. Well, you know, part of this today is to kind of kick it back and talk about how did this all start? Where did it begin with the idea of crust busting your way to an awesome life? And we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to share a story with you about how does paying it forward help you reach people that acknowledge what you're doing in the world, but more importantly, want to be part of it. And what does any of that have to do with Christina Aguilera? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. can be a part of one of the most powerful programs to help create a more joyful, loving, abundant, and peaceful world. Every day at 12 noon in any time zone, join millions of other people around the world to spend a few minutes in joy, love, and gratitude. Brought to you by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. Together, we can raise the vibration of the planet. For more information, visit globalmomentofjoy.com. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. 
Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G.com. In this day and age, if you don't reinvent yourself, you may never find balance, peace, and the sustainable life that is your birthright. Angela Watson Robertson, known as the Reinvention Warrior and the host of Breakthrough Radio Show Masters of Reinvention, is here to help you reinvent every area of your life. Tune in and hear from the best in the personal transformation business and discover tips and tools for positive change. Live every month on Transformation Talk Radio. Are you searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear? From the great unknown? From the most mysterious place? That is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are? The universe puts someone here to talk to. Someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with. TheAngelLady.net 1-800-323-1790 Welcome back, Christine Aguilera. Thank you, Benny. So, yeah. So here's what happens. Here I am in this world. I'm Dr. Pat. Jessica's joining me here today as well, Mr. Benny. We're kicking it back to the crust-busting days because it's so important as we go into this, this next year, which is a year of beginnings, that we take a minute to reflect on where we were and how important all of you are in the process of that. So here's an example of how important all of you, the best listeners on the planet are. So I decided I was so taken by the CD, Christina Aguilera's first real solo CD that she did like kind of on her own. And it's called Stripped. And I remember being so struck by the message, the power of it, uh, the video she created from it. Benny, you remember, right? Oh, yeah, that's yep. what I just played. Yep. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, all of the above, you know, not the Christina Aguilera that we know today. This was Christina Aguilera busting through her own crust. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because she's like, you know what, folks, I know you're my label, but I really want to do it my way right now. I really want to do it my way. And the result is what you see or what you heard in the that that album, you know, Strip. And I was so taken by that, especially the song Beautiful and Fighter. 
And I was really taken by that. Of course, the awards that she received from that are like infinite. I mean, just Google it. But I wanted to give her an award. I gave her an award. I gave her the Crust Busting Artist of the Year Award. And I went and I posted it to her fan page. And I said, we have a plaque for her. We want to give it to her. This is why. We had a write-up about it. We did a show about it. All of the above, back in the day. And so what happened was, all of you that listened to the show and what you did was you literally bombarded that fan page and talked about the award. So what's the result of that? Well, whether Christina Aguilera wants it or not, it will forever crustbuster of the year will be in her bio, along with the MTV awards and everything else. So if you Google Christina Aguilera in her bio or any of her awards, that award shows up. Now, why did we do that, though? But it's Jessica, it's related to what we're talking about. Showing up authentically has always been my best day. Whether I mispronounce a host's name or a guest's name or forget something I'm supposed to say or go to break late or skip a break or don't send many things on time, it's the most important part. And back in 03, this was such an interesting thing for me, something I had never heard of. And after that first hour show, KKNW offered five days a week. And that's been the journey ever since. But even in all of that, I never thought in all those years, all of those years, that I would actually be able to launch a network of all positive talk with people from all over the world. And that's really what you, Jessica, and the team have been working day and night for, isn't it? You know, one show, dial a wrong phone number, one show, end up in Seattle, KKNW, move along into multiple other stations, syndication, all of the above, and then now we get to offer it back. What's your vision of that? And how would you describe that, Jessica, from a crust busting? Because I think you've had to do a little crust busting yourself, Miss Jessica. Haven't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we all? I think for me, too, and I'm learning this more and more about myself, that I think it's great that you and I work together so well because we're like opposites. (laughs) You and and actually, and I want to roll that with a question to you because... You're such a visionary that, I mean, you can see it as if it's already happened. And I'm this person, and this is my own crest I have to get past sometimes. I'm this person that I'm looking at the step-by-step process like an engineer would on how we actually get there. And I get stuck in the crust of, is that even possible, right? But I'm curious, and and I'll answer your question, but before I forget, I'm curious to you, what was it that made you do that? What was it that made you buy airtime? What was it that made yeah. you buy more airtime and get yeah. on air and not have a clue what you were doing? Yeah, what makes me still buy airtime, right? Um, and so just so you know, in the world of radio, for listeners may not know this, in the world of radio, to find stations 
And we happen to have one of the best in Seattle to find stations that are literally still on the dial that you can listen to on a radio in a car. It really is an anomaly. Yeah, in some of the major cities, of course, LA, and even some of the smaller ones. But the difference really is those are mostly news talk, political talk, whatever you want to call them. We happen to be part of a unique group of other people. And there is no logical explanation that I could give anybody for why. I just know. I knew then it was the thing to do, and I know now it's the thing to do. And, and people say to me, how do you know? Uh, and the answer really is for me is I really listen to that inner voice. And I, I pray that I have the courage to follow it. Some days you do and some days you don't. Um, and, and, and other times, though, for me, I look at the people around me and really, really lean on them to help. Now, that's something that's been new to me because if you ask Linda about me earlier in life, she's known me a really long time. I would never ask anybody for help. I was totally independent. Remember, I was homeless at 17. And, you know, it, it, whenever you've been in a place like that where you're looking around and you're like, wow, how did this just happen? One day I'm in a warm bed and the next day I come home and all my stuff is on the lawn. And you're looking and you're asking yourself, where do I go now? What do I do next? I learned really early at a really early age that my mind is not going to get me to the place that I ultimately should be going. It's just not. And so I say yes to these things because I'm being asked to say yes, not by people. I believe in a higher power. I believe in a higher order. And I really get a sense that this is my calling, this is my passion, and I learned not to resist it. Now, I have to tell you that it doesn't come without consequences. You know, spending hundreds of thousands of, of dollars on airtime uh, is not really good when you're in relationship with people. You know, your partners, your loved ones, your wives, your husbands, your ch they'd be looking at you like, uh-oh, we got to go send her, uh, we got to go send her to, to a therapist. But somehow you got to figure out how to, how to hold to the course of things. And I think that's a daily challenge for me, as it must be for so many others. Do you think, I mean, this is something I've learned from you and I've learned from people like Dr. Glenna Rice and watching our hosts and co-hosts. And I, I think it actually goes back to you is sometimes you have to take that leap and trust that it's for a bigger reason than yourself mm -hmm. because I see that happen all the time now and it's almost indescribable except to say that when you open yourself up to what else is possible and you literally like it's like surrendering to you know what I'm going to show up I'm going to show up authentically I'm going to be me and I'm going to open myself up to wherever this takes I have to say, I mean, you call it manifesting, you call it praying. I mean, it actually doesn't really even matter what you call it. It's all doing the same thing in the end. And when I see people do that, even as part of our network, 
it's those are the people that call us three months later and say, oh, my gosh, you're not going to you're going to hate me. One, yeah. <laughs> because I've decided to change the complete direction of where I'm going. Yeah. And I've completely zeroed in on who my target women are. I'm not working with men anymore. And <laughs> I'm creating this whole entire platform and webinar series. And I'm changing my brand and my website. So I need to put my radio show on hold. Right. Do you think right. any of that ever would have happened had they not started the radio show to begin with and started working with you and working with Linda and working with me and Justin and Kim, like you name it, because they opened themselves up to something greater and something that was bigger than what they were doing before. Here's where I like to think about it. I think it may have happened ultimately, but I believe in the power of when two or more are gathered. I really believe in that power. And, you know, I'm at my best. I Listen, it was just me back in the day, me and Benny. It was us. It was like me and Benny and Tacey from Voice America was like, that was it. You know, there was no producer. It was like I was editing the shows. I was scheduling people. Right. I was producing commercials. I mean, this is insanity now. Well, Benny was doing them. Everything was done with this me and Benny. Right. This is it. And Tacey, the three of us, all the guests, everybody on here. Sponsor. What's that? It wasn't until John Schwartz said to me one day, hey, maybe you should get sponsors. I said, what the heck are they? Sponsors. <laughs> I didn't even know how to go in and out of break. But that, see, that didn't stop me. And, you know, I was listening this morning. You know, I start my day with spiritual practice. I was listening. Some days you say yes, even if you don't know how to do something. That's what it is. And I think the answer to your question is we accelerate this. One of our hosts said to us, we help turn dreams into action. That's what we do. Because I really am better at looking at and telling you what to do or giving you an idea. That's what happens to me and helping you move along. That's really what I love to do with people. I think that they would have gotten there, but I'll tell you that they probably would have gotten through a lot of pain, just like I did. I mean, I graduated with a PhD and I won awards and that book I mentioned before won dissertation awards, publication awards, and I couldn't even do anything with it. I was so depressed after eight years in a doctoral program and thinking, oh my God, I got to go back and work in corporate America. I can't. I know too much. And that's how crust busting was born. That's how sitting around saying, I can't move. I am immobile. I am crusted over. And at the time, I didn't have another person, right? Mm -hmm. But part of this for me is I started to work with other people back then. And I did a crust busting class. I'll tell you this stuff in this book. My first crust busting class, thank you, Susie Shadle, was the first person to say, yeah, you can do it here at my place, my church. I did it. I said yes to it. I've, I, here I am. I had no content for it. I, I had a class that people were paying me for. And what I found out happened was all of a sudden in my class are all of these ministers and practitioners. And I'm like, WTF. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding. I'm in this class with these people. I'm like, Reverend this, Reverend that. What are they doing here? So what happens is I think God, spirit, whatever you believe in, 
brings the right people along at the right time. I think that is what describes what you just said. We happen to be the right people that came along at exactly the right time to help our folks and vice versa. I really do believe that. There's not a day that I don't think about how this time period of what it took 15 years to get us to where we're going to be in February. It couldn't have happened a minute sooner. Not with 100 program programmers, 5 million programmers. It just couldn't have happened sooner because you see it's not our timing. Mm-hmm. And that's the crust I have to bust through because I get impatient. <laughs> <laughs> I have to learn to let, let go. <laughs> I think we all get impatient. And you know what we learned from Sue Storm, the angel lady, right? Love Sue. You got to love her. Um, uh, is we can ask for, for help to speed things up. And we have. Look at what's happened. I mean, I have been praying to speed things up for the right technology people, right? Uh, for the right venue. And over the weekend, I had to call GoDaddy uh, to get some help on something because I didn't know how to do it. And in a, in a call with them, I found out something that had nothing to do with the call. Guess whose servers they use? Amazon. So <laughs> here, now, why am I getting that message? Because we're looking for where to put the platform, right? Mm-hmm. So here I am in some random call about some random thing that had nothing to do with any of this. And I get this information that says, oh, number thing one, hear it from a random person. What do you think thing two is? Thing two, are you ready? I get a text message from a friend of mine asking, who used to work here asking me what it was in 2005. You know, what it was in 2005. Did I remember what happened with something in 2005? And I said, you know, I don't know. She says, well, maybe did we work with this guy? And all of a sudden, she says, Amazon. She works at Amazon. Mm. Thing two, Amazon. So here's what I've learned, and I got to get better at this. I think we all have to listen when the signs are showing up. I think we all have to listen when the signs are showing up. And so what's thing three? Thing three now is I've been helping a bunch of folks get their books to a publisher. Then Jessica finds this. So thing three When you hear things three times, I pay attention. So now here I sit, okay, I'm not going to write the book. I'm going to speak the book because that's what I can do. I can tell my story, my life story, and let somebody figure out what to call it. But I will tell you that I own the domain unstuckable. It's not even a word. I was so drawn to that, that name, unstuckable. And I went and I saw another, another guy had unstuckable.com. And I said, are you going to sell it? And he finally did sell it. And I paid a pretty premium for it. And, you know, my friends at the time looked at me and said, that's ridiculous. Why are you paying somebody for a domain? And my answer was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just know I have to do it. But that's how crust busting works. You know, there are seven parts to it that I've created in this class that I had to make up as I was going. But for me, it's being able to know that I don't know 
what I don't know, but I'm willing to learn. Isn't that the punchline? That's my life. I don't know what I don't know, but I'm willing to learn. And I think that's part of it for all of us. We're all willing to learn. Everybody on this team, whether it's Justin, Kim, you, Carter, Megan, Linda, you know, Ellen, it doesn't matter. Everybody here is willing to learn things they never even heard of before. That's the, that's the key to success. Even Benny. I don't mean like even Benny. I didn't mean like <laughs> even Benny. <laughs> but Benny, you've had, to, you've had to change your technology. I mean, the whole Skype thing and integrating digital, you know, this isn't just us. It's everyone's had to grow or die pretty yeah, much. Yeah. You got yeah. to adapt to survive. You got to adapt to survive. Um, you know, this is part of the journey. But Jessica, I got to ask you, we got a few minutes left. I want to know what you're most excited about, because we are ending up in the unknown here as we walk forward. But what do you, what is it about where we're going that you're most excited about, but also maybe a little scared, huh? Little crust busting, little crust. Um, yeah, I think it has to do for me. I mean, the channels is one thing, but I feel like those for me get lumped into the positive media mojo because I feel like the world we live in now, that's the thing of anything that we're trying to create of any technology piece that we're trying to create. That's the thing that's going to, that's it. Like, I don't know why, like, if you say like, listen, that's like my, every inch of my body tells me that that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And it includes launching channels and new phone apps and ways for people to connect and interact and grow and expand. And so I think it all starts with that for me. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is kind of exciting for, for us to look at, you know, and that's not the only thing we're doing. We've always created random ways to give back. You know, I'm in the middle of asking both Justin and Carter to take a look at the descriptions for the Lyme disease game, right? You know, we're creating a game where it's going to be both a game, a board game, as well as a, as an app to educate people about Lyme disease. I mean, you know, we have characters that have been created by an artist. His name is AJ. He's created these holistic, natural weapons, so to speak. Um, he's come up with cool names for them. And all we just have to finish the descriptions of a few things. He's going to write a storyboard. Then we're ready to crowdfund for that, right? Uh, and, you know, we're, we're sitting here and we're looking at how we give back. So it isn't just giving back in the world we live in. It's how can we, given the resources we have, how can we help our listeners more? And we're really clear that for so many of our listeners, they know Lime Talk Radio is a show we do. They've been hearing us talk about Lime with Dr. Darvish for like over a decade before anybody was talking about it. And it's real. So we're going to come up with an innovative way to educate uh, people of all ages. So this is how we keep staying innovative and thrive, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, I mean, honestly, it's like, what's next? Because it is. I don't think there's any stopping in sight. I don't think so either. Um, you know, 
it's always been important to really partner with our, our networks. I mean, that's something I've always loved to do. You know, we have some incredible partners, CRN, MyCorn, you know, KKNW, of course, um, you know, WBLQ. I mean, we have always built strong relationships up with, you know, our networks and our, our sister networks. And one of the reasons are, one of the reasons is that once our technology is done, we will literally be able to take it, right? Everything we're doing, walk into a meeting with Eric Krima and KKNW and whoever the other people are, show them the technology and say, would you like this? Would you like this? We could have this up and ready for you in 24 hours. Would you like this? That's what excites me today. That's what excites me to help people like these channels that are taking positive messages out there to have something that is so fully automated and to walk in and say, you know what? We didn't just build this for us. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, I have a friend that's going to India. There's an entire network in India that's like, uh, we want this technology because it's not really technology, is it, Jessica? <laughs> no, I mean, my technical brain says, well, yeah, it is technology, but it's yeah. it's about what it does and it's about the doors that it opens and the possibilities yep. that it creates. Yep, yep. And don't we want all of these networks that are promoting positive media and positive messages to have a way to do it easily, cost-effectively, and efficiently? Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Otherwise, we wouldn't have built this like this. We would have just built this for ourselves and would have been done three years ago. But we didn't. We didn't build it like that. We built it so that all we would need to do is click a few buttons grab KKNW's domain name, and the next day they would have everything, automated social media, everything, click of a button, imagery, YouTube, full syndication, everything. They would have everything. We didn't have to do that, but then we did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because it isn't about us. It's about our listeners. And um, that's really what keeps me going. Jessica, thank you for today. Benny, thank you so much for today. I want to thank all of you. We wanted to give you a little snippet as this year is starting to wind down uh, what's important to us, what we want to see. But I want to ask all of you, um, if there is something you want to see in the way talk radio is delivered, in the way that positive media is delivered, Jessica, how can they send us an email? Because we uh, really want some feedback here. Yeah, comments. Comments at the drpatshow.com is best because then um, I'll personally get that and so will Dr. Pat and we're going to be the ones that make the changes you're requesting. So, Yeah, totally. Thank comments you, Jessica. Comments at the Dr. Pat Show. Okay, and you know, for those of you um, that want to find out more about it, you can send the same email. Questions, comments, anything we've talked about, we will <laughs> do my best. Um and, and yeah, feel free to ask Jessica about my book. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a short break. Chef Rossi in the house. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.